Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn and Cauldron podcast. podcast. Yeah, welcome, welcome back, everybody. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say here. I'm John Norgrove. This is Julie Norgrove. <laughs> this is the Horn and Cauldron podcast, where we talk about our, uh, witchy stuff. Right? Uh, if you're new here, hello. If you're a returning customer, welcome back, and all that stuff. Um, I still don't know what I'm supposed to do at the beginning of these. I'm never going to. It's fine. I don't actually have a plan. It's been three years. I don't have a plan going into these ever, guys. Every single time, it's just me guessing. So that's fine. <laughs> you don't see all the times that I introduce the regular podcast videos with the Horn and Cauldron podcast opening or the Horn and Cauldron videos with the, uh, regular, with the, other with the regular openings. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's fine. It's fun for um, me. I enjoy yeah, it. It's, it's, it's like my I'm own doing. personal blooper reel. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, it's like a little personal comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, hello, thank you, welcome. Let's do some business real quick. Uh, like this video, comment below, share, subscribe, uh, ring a bell, do whatever the heck everybody tells you to do. If you're listening to this on your podcast network of choice, um, leave us a review. That's how we know that you're listening. Uh, as well as this is available on most podcast networks. So go check that out. Um, <clears throat> or if you want to see, see our fantastic faces, yeah. you can watch it on YouTube. That's correct. That's correct. So uh, let's get right into this one, guys. Today we are talking about Lunasa 103 right. fitness magic. That's so, right. Wafnasad. I am. <laughs> so, um, first I'm going to talk a little bit about Lunasa. Uh, so, Lunasa is also known as Lamas or Phraseblot. Uh, it marks the beginning of the harvest season and takes place typically on August 1st or the nearest weekend. Uh, but, like we always say, so get your drinking game uh, drinks ready, uh, that uh, it's not necessarily, not necessary to celebrate it on the day. Yeah. Um, it's a know, vibe, bro. It's a season. Yeah, it's a vibe. It's yeah. not it's not like a It's a season, thing. it's a vibe, it's yeah. a it's a place, but it's not necessarily having to be tied to a very specific time. So uh, it is about halfway between the summer solstice and the autumn equinox, that is Lunasa. Uh, and in the sum Southern Hemisphere, it's typically celebrated on February 1st or whatever weekend is just after that. Uh, and the festival of Lunasa celebrates abundance, growth, fertility, solar energy, the harvest, and also honoring the dead. Uh, it's also associated with holy wells, collecting or making corn dollies, athletic contests, baking bread, one of my favorite pastimes, visiting markets or fairs, hiking, and also entering into contracts, uh, marriage contracts or other types of, um, you know, like legal contracts. Business contracts. Business contracts. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Pointy, flamey dudes talking about some sort of, <laughs> some sort of internal ephemeral part of you being forevered. To some stuff, kind of contracts. Selling your soul, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, point is that dudes. is that like um, is that like uh, that song "Devil Went Down to Georgia"? Yeah. Yeah, Lunasa. Yeah. That would be a Lunasa song. That's that correct. That would be a Lunasa yes. song. Yeah. I mean, technically, he didn't enter that. Well, I guess he did enter the contract. He just won the music contest. He so. did win. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Enter mm. get, get into a contract. Win a gold fiddle. Or something. I'm pretty certain that's what he got out of that. I'm not was a golden fiddle. I don't remember. I'm like 99% all sure. I can, all, all, the only thing I can think about is the like, is the like jam 
I I just have that playing very loud in my head right now. For for me, when I think of when uh, the devil went down to Georgia, I always, always think of Robot Devil from uh, from Futurama. Oh, yeah. I see. Also, they start doing that like fiddle contest thing, and I believe Bender just beats the devil up with a golden fiddle. Which is pretty fire. I think he does, too. Uh, I always think so. of the devil from, like, those weird, like, early 20th century postcards where he's, like, kind of in, like, a You're weird talking about just, like, a dude suit. in a red leotard with, like, horns glued to his head? Yeah! And, that's like, what like I always a, think like, of. I, I love the classic, like, the Halloween costume devil. Yeah, like, the classic right? Halloween like, costume like devil. Like, where he's got this, like, tiny little pitchfork, and I'm just like, bro, Poseidon is laughing at you right now. It's so weird. With that little itty-bitty pitchfork. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Little trident instead of a pentadent. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, uh, um, yeah, no, I always think of, I always think of Robot, De- uh, Robot Devil. Oh, yeah. I always think yeah, of, like, from creepy, Futurama. creepy postcard devil. Mm, yeah, yeah, creepy postcard devil. Old timey, do yourself a favor uh, when you're done listening to this um, and you've got some free time. Look up old timey, look up old timey Halloween costumes because they are, they're worse. <laughs> and I don't mean, like, yeah. they're not good. I mean, like. Everything that you've ever seen in your entire life is not nearly as terrifying as the shit that, like, children wore to go trick-or-treating in the 20s and 30s. It is fucking nightmare fuel, dude. I, I don't remember what we were recently talking about, and I was I had to look that up for something. I think it was, like, to name something in the Etsy shop. It was. And I, and I like, it looked was. that up, and I'm just like, every time, man. Why? Yeah, we had, like, Jeez a... Crackers. We had, like, a oh, colorway that, that, that color was, way. like, yeah. reminiscent of, like, Old vintage tiny Halloween, Halloween postcards. Yeah. That's why it's fresh on our mind. Devil Went Down to Georgia. The only song to be stuck in my head that is not Barbie and not... Not from the Barbie soundtrack and not from the Strange New World musical. A friend today reminded me of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Literally, no song. Just the words Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That song was immediately launched all the way up in there. Morty. Ooh, girl. I, if, if I think about those words, that song immediately starts playing in my head. So, yeah, that's, that, that's the one that's that got fair. me, like, down bad. That's Fucking good. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, bro. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, this festival is named after the Celtic god Lu. Uh, the word Lunasa comes from the name Lu and the word Nasad, which means assembly. Um, and Lu is the god of warriors, craftsmen, the arts, oaths, and leadership. Hey, does that sound familiar? The reasons why this Sabbath is happening, the things that I said? Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the sort of pieces that sort of put this festival during this time of year is the Taltean Games, which may have been held as early as 1600 uh, BC. So that's like 3,500 years ago. A little bit more than that. Like, that's a long, long time. Um, And these ancient games were organized around basically like three events. These are going to sound also very familiar. Honoring the dead uh, with cremation and singing songs and just sort of remembrances of (laughs) people. Is it like a speed cremation thing? I don't know. It's like a bunch of dudes with bellows just like, get the fire hotter. We gotta win, you know? In my my mind, it's it's like a a lumberjack competition. 
cremation, reasons. but like for cremation, you know? Probably. I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, proclaiming laws. Uh, it was common for truces to be held at this time. Um, and people would sort of get together and put aside those differences and um, entering into marriage contracts was really popular and proclaiming um, any new laws that went into effect would typically happen at this time also. Mm. Um, also, athletic games like running, spear throwing, boxing, yeah. um, also horse racing, um, and then other competitions and entertainment. So like singing and dancing or craft-based competitions. So when I say craft-based, I don't mean like how many glue guns can you glue gun? I mean like this blacksmith is the best blacksmith. Let's have all the best best blacksmiths in the land compete to be the number one blacksmith. Yeah, it's like a horseshoeing competition. Another thing, yeah. it, when you have free time, look that shit up, bro. Yeah, stuff these like dudes, that. These dudes can bang a horseshoe out of a raw piece of metals in at a speed where you truly don't believe that it's real. Like you're, you're watching it and you're like, mm, I don't know. I don't know what this guy's doing, but every time that hammer strikes, a whole new shape comes out. That's that's some nightmare fuel. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've watched some uh, some uh, whatever the word for horseshoeing is. I have no idea. There's a specific word for it, but like horseshoeing competitions oh, before. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool, dude. Yeah. It's very cool. So um, we talk more in depth about Lunasa in general and like the history of it in um, Lunasa 101, which is episode 17, and Lunasa 102, which is episode 43. So if you want to learn more about those, including like ways to celebrate, rituals and spells connected with this yeah, particular history, time of year. That kind of thing. Check those, yeah. uh, check those babies out. Yep. Available everywhere. Yeah. On all of the networks. So because Lunasa is so associated with this sort of idea of athleticism and games and sort of all of all of that business, I felt that talking about fitness magic would be a really great way to honor the Lunasa season, especially because um, fitness is like fitness and like exercise and like working out is like a thing that most people do now. But like this was not this, this really only sort of this, this really sort of kicked off among like common people in the previous century. I really love saying the previous century oh, because yeah. it makes it sound like it's so long ago, but Hey, guess what? That's the century I was actually born in. Yeah. The late 1900s. Um, in the, the late, late 1900s. 1900s is the most <laughs> angering and offensive thing. And I'm so yeah. fucking here so for it. The idea, so the idea of going to the gym is something that like didn't really start until like the late 1900s. Like, a-E, I-E, the 1970s is kind of like when this sort of fitness craze kicked off and really got big in the 80s. Well, in, I think that, I think that the, like, normie going to a gym yes, is pretty much when yes. it started. Because now, before then, it was much more like that, vaudevillian. It was. It's like a showmanship thing, right? Well, prior to that, in the early 1900s, it was a lot more of like a strongman kind of thing. Yeah. You were trying to show off. You were the strongest or the most of something. Well, and a strongman right? competition is like not the same thing as like a, is like a buff guy competition. Yeah. Like you watch, I've seen, dude, I've, Dad and I watched, used to watch Strongman stuff all the time. It's so fucking cool. Like yeah. the, at, the Atlas lift, like the Atlas stones and shit like yeah. that. It's yeah. so fucking cool. But those are like not 
six-pack ab guys. Those are big dudes moving big old rocks and such. Yeah, you and know? that's around the Half time kind of that um, that pro wrestling started becoming really popular. It's kind of like always existed somewhere um, in in, in entertainment, but wrestling sure. um, really started getting big during that sort of era, and you can kind of see that like big-time showmanship there. And then before that, really is when we're looking at people thinking about exercise and trying to do exercise stuff. And this sort of started with the relatively well-off merchant well, yeah, class like, like and like Victorian, landed nobles like, in the Victorian like, ooh, age. You gotta make your, like your heirs good, you know, yeah. ride, a, ride a horse for a little while, good exercise, I got a little bit of a whatever, you exactly, know. Yeah. But like, you didn't want to like sweat or like lift something too heavy, like that's Yeah, in that's fact, if you're interested in that. learning more about that, Bernadette Banner, who uh, we technically, we have, have, have no affiliation with, yeah, um, we just follow her. She's she cool. has a really great video on um, like wearing a corset all the time and like doing exercise in the corset. Um, and she talks a lot about the kind of like fitness stuff that particularly Victorian women um, yeah. and like, and in Regency man. era women would have partaken in. Yeah. So the idea of exercising is not really a and in the way that we do it today, anyway, is not really a, a, an ancient idea. It is really more of a modern idea. And that's kind of what it is that we're looking at with this episode, as opposed to it being a more ancient idea, which is kind of like, I'm really good at running well, or throwing well, or e boxing exercise or things like that. Like it's your the sort same of thing hobby. Because for us, like, like if you go to the gym and you work out, like you might be working out for like, a fitness goal or you might be working out to like lose weight or to put on muscle or something like that. But that's like not the same thing as trying to be the guy who can throw the rock the furthest. Right. Yeah. Like if you, th if you like, like, okay. So the way that I would think about it is like Scottish games, right? Yeah. Like, obviously if I'm trying to do like Braemar stone or like caber toss or like wait for distance or wait for height or something like that, sheep toss or whatever, then like, obviously I'm going to practice that for a competition, but you got to think about that more like working out for football, right? To like make it American, yeah. right? To Americanize it. It's sort of like do football stars or baseball stars work out? Yes, but they also work out in a specific manner to improve their sport. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And exercise, like in quotes, exercise, is more of a path towards success in a sport yeah. than it is like a health and fitness goal in the same way that it is today. I mean, obviously throughout history, there have been opinions on whether or not you should or should not break out in a sweat or whether or not you should or should not like do a bunch of physical stuff. Sometimes they want you, you should be real physical all the time. Sometimes, listen, you move too much when and you like, listen. How much, back down. how hard you're Man. breathing during the exercise. There's yeah. tons of There's stuff. There's all kind of stuff, so right? So we're kind of gearing it towards a bit more of a modern mindset here. Yeah. So with that being said, in thinking about this, I sort of ended up with this idea that I think that exercise is really a great way to symbolize the five points of the pentacle. So the pentacle, each, P, each point has a association. So there's earth, air, fire, water, and spirit, right? In the pentacle. And whether or not you um, practice a path that 
includes like using pentacles or wearing a pentacle. Like that's not just yeah. a Wiccan thing. It's a sort Pen of pentagram for whoever it is that wants to. But um, I, I think that that symbolizes a pretty cool way to do it. So like if you think about it, the fire element, your muscles burn when they're being worked really hard, sure, yeah. right? And our bodies also get hot with intense work. So you got you got fire right there. And then next, with intense work, we have water. Our bodies expel sweat. And also we have to hydrate during a workout. Drinking water when you're working out. Exactly. And then moving into air, we breathe harder when we exert ourselves. And also a lot of exercising involves jumping when yeah. you're literally getting or, air. Or moving stuff up into the air. Yeah, or moving things into the air. Yeah. yeah. And then when it comes to earth, uh, you know, if you're lifting weights, those are typically made from earthen materials, yes. metals that come yeah. from the earth. Uh, and also most... Haha, <laughs> actually, I only use weights made from meteors, so they're fucking space weights. Boom. No earth. Wouldn't that be space earth, though? Yeah, I mean, space earth is just a really complicated way to say the word planet, well, but no, because they're, they're like asteroids and meteors and such. They're like sky earth. They're like sky earths? Sky earths? I'm not going to allow it. Comment below. Would you allow it? <laughs> because the answer is no. No, it's not allowed. Yeah. I tried. Um, and also, most workouts are literally on the ground when it comes to the earth element side yeah. of things. So, you know, that's a pretty... Uh, you gotta, you, lift, all, you gotta yeah. lift moon rocks whilst floating. That's you how you defeat, that's how you defeat have... the pentacle. <laughs> you also have to have, like, a really stable base, generally, so you're not, like, you know, falling over. Yeah, you're not um, blowing an ankle out doing something Yeah, squirrely. exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly is spirit. So it takes a particular strength of spirit to commit to exercising regularly. And if you have a hard time committing to exercising regularly, hey, high five, me too. Um, that doesn't mean that you lack strength of spirit. It just means that you have a particular um, yeah. thing there. You just lack regular exercise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... And also the endorphins released when you do exercise like lift your spirits. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was like, that was like my, uh, kind of like, um, like stoner philosophy moment. I sure. thought about you this. Seem, you seem and real I was jazzed like, about these five points, my dude. Yeah. 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 It works. I was I was pretty happy. It works. With it, it works. It works. So uh, that's kind of where I started with this. Yeah. So when you think about it, um, the set and setting of exercise routines are actually pretty ritualistic. So not only do we have the elements represented, but we also have the idea of setting a ritual. So when you are going to go work out, you designate a time and a place. Typically, you don't just most people don't just sit on their couch and go, you know what? I'm going to get up and I'm going to do 30 push-ups right now or whatever the exercise is. I'm going to hop on that treadmill. You usually have a plan for mm. it. You have a designated time of day. You like to do your exercise yeah. or you like to go to a place and do a gym. And I know you're looking at me because you definitely do this spontaneously. I, I, yeah, I spontaneously but... <laughs> work out. That's, that's, that's fine. Whatever. I don't count reps don't or count. sets, bro. Yeah, I I just I'm just like I'm going to start exercising. So I've just built in that spontaneous exercise is a thing. Sometimes I don't have to exercise because my exercise was like hauling a bunch of lumber around. Yeah. Yeah, but that's different. You don't count. So, um, you know, you designate a time, you designate a place, whether that's the gym or, you know, a particular area that you like to work out in if you're a home workouter. Yeah. Um, you also wear special purpose-driven clothing. Yep. Um, for ritual, ritualistic raiments. Yeah, ritual garb. Yeah. That uh, that dry fit. 
that dry fit robe. Yeah, that dry, <laughs> that dry fit that dry fit robe. Yeah, yeah. Um, your your ritual raidments have juicy on the back of them. You know what I'm talking about. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. No judgment. You're also working towards an intention. Uh, you know, you're th- you're working out for a purpose. You know, you're working out to lose weight or to get fit or to feel healthier or to be stronger. That's an intention. To s- defeat your enemies in single combat. Also an intention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and also drive, discipline, and repetition are the key to success, a thing that also very much ties into ritual work. Yeah, sure. Run with, if, if run ritual. If one ritual's good, then like five times, gooder. Yeah, and the more magic you do, and we've <laughs> talked about this uh, like on multiple occasions, the more you do it, the better you get at it. It is like working a muscle. Yeah, So and the easier it becomes to do it again, and, and again. the easier it is to get into that mindset, right? So like if you're building barriers in your magical practice, then you're going to be less likely to do magical stuff regularly, right? And it's the same way. If you build a bunch of barriers into your physical exercise right, your fitness practice, then you're going to be less likely to do that thing. If, like, you're like, ah, I really want to work out right now, but I don't have X or Y tool or thing in place, then you're going to use it as a justification not to do that. It's the same thing with, like, oh, I would love to do a ritual right now, but, like, I don't have blue candles. And it's like, all right, but, like, do you have something that's blue that you could put the candle on? Yeah. You know, like that kind of thing, you know, so it's 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 the same sort of rationale when we say, like, you don't need to celebrate it on the day. You can celebrate it like within the sort of like greater uncollapsed waveform of the celebration. Right. Uh, It's the same thing with with magical practice and fitness practice. Right. Which you think of fitness as the just the the physical representation of the magical manifestation, right? So, like, if you are open to the paths as they differentiate in your magical practice or in your physical fitness, right, your your fitness practice, then you're more likely to do that and to continue doing that and to not, you know, like, like, drudge, oh, I'm not, I gotta go to the gym this morning, I don't want I mean, like, there's always gonna be days, right, where you wake up and you just don't want to, everything that's happening right now, right? You assumed that you would wake up fresh with a new bushel of fucks delivered to your front door. The, the, the fuck man, his car broke down. No fresh fucks. The one in the fridge is probably spoiled. So you've got none to give that day, right? On those days, the temporalness and practice of the ritual is going to keep you going. But on the rest of the days, you want to not build barriers. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the benefit of practice regularly. It's the same thing with practicing gratitude regularly or practicing like being a nice person regularly, which is like a crazy thing to have to say. But we've all been on the internet recently and there's not there's not a lot of nice people out there right now. That's right. Yeah. We're, we're in a weird spot as a group. Yeah. So like, you know, it's like that kind of thing. Like uh, it's, it's that practice makes perfect, but it's the idea that like, with repetition and with like not building barriers and with like sort of like when we talk about making uh, like kitchen witchery and stuff like that, when you make the effort to bring magic into your day to day life, into your fitness practice, 
right? Then not only do you elevate your your magical practice, your ritual, right? But you also elevate your physical form, which is directly correlated to your ability to perform magical stuff, right? Uh, because, like, you know, if, if you're too tired to do a thing, then you can't do it. But if you've got the, the stamina, the fitness for it, then you can, right? As well as the sort of feedback loop on all of this is that as you improve one mode of your life, all other modes of your life also improve, right? Mm-hmm. Improvement is like a slippery slope. It's a landslide of, of like, extemporaneous success. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about the act of fitness. But before we get into that, I'm kind of purposely trying to keep it vague because everybody has a fitness practice that like they really tend to vibe with. And that may not be the same type of fitness practice that we have or literally anybody else. Right. Yeah. So we're kind of purposely trying to keep it vague so you can take the things that that we're saying and sort of apply them to your own fitness practice uh, and maybe give you some ideas um, out of things that we use or things that we know that um, people are are doing. So first off, let's talk about mindfulness. Such a buzzword, right? It's so hot right now. It's so hot. hot It's been so hot for probably like 10 years now. It's, It's wild. So whether you're doing it on purpose or not, you are sort of naturally paying more attention to what you're doing when you are exercising. And that's probably a good thing right Um, that helps to keep you not injured Uh, but that's really what mindfulness is Uh, and it's actually fairly easy to bridge the gap from mindfulness to meditation so that you sort of flip a slight switch go over a little speed bump if you will um, and move from mindfulness into meditation because they are different things and in fact you may even be adding in this meditation sort of on accident without even realizing it I know that I do that when I am doing yoga I sort of Uh, at some point in time, I sort of switch from being mindful about the movements that I am making and sort of slip into meditation. And I'm still hearing the prompts for to move to different things. And sometimes I slip back out of meditation and into mindfulness or even into active thought about something totally unrelated to what it is that I'm doing. But I find that it's pretty easy for me to just sort of go like back in. Sure. Totally. Well, and this is a thing, I mean, this kind of can apply to any and everything, right? Um, Like if you've ever done long distance running, right? Oh my God, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) I did did cross country in middle school. So like, it's been a very long time. No, no. Uh, And also I wasn't in shape to be doing cross country. I was just like, this seems like a fun idea because I don't know, there's something wrong with me. No, I'm like a Um, hobbit, dude. You give me a long distance to walk, I will do that. But if you want me to run that distance, that's not happening. It's nice. You got to push yourself. Um, but, uh, so like when you do long distance running, you, they talk about like the wall and then pushing through the wall and then all of a sudden, and like, like, I hate that it's real, but like there's a (laughs) threshold where you're like doing a thing physically for a long enough and you're a long enough period of time and hard enough where you're just all of a sudden like Satori. Right. And you're just, you're no longer like, it's just like not a thing. Right. Um, so, like, I definitely understand where that, like, mindfulness comes from, yeah. right? And you can also, like, so for me, right, I sort of intentionally set myself into a meditative state when I exercise as opposed to, like, pushing myself to that place. I, like, don't count reps and sets, and I generally put on, like, uh, I'll, like I'll put on, like, a lecture or an audiobook, but not, like, one of the audiobooks that I'm currently listening to. I'll put on, like, um, like uh, the teachings of... 
uh, God Thomas and Arthur, or like the Dowdy Ching, or like yeah. I listen to a lecture from like Ram Das or Alan Watts, or like somebody like that, you know, or I'll listen to, um, there's like several YouTube channels that I follow that just do like these like long 45 minute deep dives into like existentialism or the, um, uh, you know, the like greater human subconscious unconsciousness and like, you know, or, or whatever. And I'll just like, all right, I'm just going to like work out for the length of this podcast or the length of this like lecture or whatever. I'll choose one based on the amount of time I have. And then I'll just like exercise the entire time. And I'm never really paying attention to the exercising. I'm just like, exercising i my body is moving around doing stuff and my brain's like that's really interesting i hadn't really thought about it that way (laughs) (laughs) right because i am like not at all paying attention to the workout that i'm doing except for to make sure that i'm not like doing something dumb and gonna injure myself or whatever but that's also because i'm just lifting weights yeah and i've done it forever Right. I mean, like, I'm not like some bloody Adonis of physical fitness or something like that. Right. But like, I've always done like I prefer weightlifting. That's like my go to. Yeah. Right. Exercising is just like, give me a heavy thing and then let me move it around in three dimensional space. Yeah. Um, And so like because of that and because I know what I'm doing and I've done it for so long and so many times that I can just sort of like I can kind of like meditate and exercise at the same time. Or yeah. whatever. And that's kind of like the thing that I've been doing. And because I've like set myself on the path of doing that without the limitation of like set and setting where I just like sort of spo- I'm like spontaneously exercising and I'm not beating myself up for taking breaks and stuff like that. It's resulted in me and the manner in which I'm doing this exercising more now than I have in a long time and getting back into that physical fitness. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, so next up is visualization. So if you're already using exercise to kind of, to kind of create a new version of you, you're probably already visualizing what that looks like. And also as an aside, for those of you who do not have the ability to really like see in the mind's eye sort of thing, um, you're still I'm using visualization as a placeholder word. So whether you're seeing yourself in your mind's eye or you have an idea about what that means to you and it's more abstract and not necessarily a a visual thing, that's fine. Um, So if you're already using exercise to visualize a new you, you're literally already there. That's visualization. (laughs) You know, you're, you're creating the magic all ready yeah, you're already in just it. by doing that thing and you can also use visualization to not uh, to not only help with your fitness goals in a magical sense but also in non-fitness magical works too and you can do this with the meditation and mindfulness side of things but it really sort of kicks it up a notch when you add in that extra bit of visualization so if you're trying to do a spell about something specific you are going to to have better results if you add in not just the mindfulness but also the visualization of it yeah yeah definitely definitely so this is this is uh like whether it's visualizing like where you want to be in your future goal or simply visualizing like think of it almost like planning like planning what exercise you're gonna do yeah right choosing your playlist is part of that visualization 
you know, your, like, gym playlist or whatever. Yeah. Right? Is, like, part of that visualization. And the idea is to, like, is to, like, use... It's sort of like a Venn diagram of overlapping successful practices, right? Of self improvement, whether you're self, whether you're improving yourself physically through fitness practice, or you're improving yourself like magically through magical practice and such like that, right? Uh, it's the idea of like you're not just like grabbing, you're not just grabbing like a bunch of candles and herbs and throwing them in the air and just being like rock and roll, right? Uh, I mean, regardless <laughs> of the fact that you can do that, if that's your plan, then you plan to do that to begin with, so. You got it, right? Yeah. But like you, you, you set up a place where you, where you're going to find success in this practice, yeah. right? So that's kind of like that thing that we're talking about. Absolutely, absolutely. So like the visualization part with the playlist, like don't feel, you know, definitely do your playlist too, and you can even do different playlists for different sort of visualization exercises. Totally. So you can kind of like add things there. And then to add an additional layer onto that, you can also use mantras. So it's really common when people are lifting to count your reps and sets, you know, you're like one, two, three, four, and you kind of go there. Um, in addition to counting reps, you can, or even watching your clock countdown on your hit workout or whatever it is that you're doing, sure, yeah. um, you know, you can also incorporate a mantra. Uh, and it, again, it can be fitness related or it can be non-fitness related. Your best results will always be with a simple mantra that you can repeat over and over again. Could you do a whole monologue soliloquy as a mantra? Sure. Yeah. But it's going to be harder for you to do. In 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 my mind, there's a dude in like a in like like one of those like f like a fluffy collared shirt at the gym <laughs> lifting weights, looking himself dead in the eyes in the mirror, and like doing like a Beowulf monologue or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right. Or but honestly, if like I saw that? that shit, I would just be like, all right, well, I'm done exercising. I'm just here for that the show now. Me of this, like, like, I'm just going to watch this. This is way more interesting than what I was doing. reminds me of this like, um, <laughs> classical music workout stuff that you found a while ago. Oh my goodness. It's so good. I love classical music and it was just like a bunch of like yoked president photos. Like, I don't know, whatever. CGI, AI is an artist that, you know, I didn't like look at yeah, exactly yeah. how it was made, but yeah, it's like, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah. And it, it was like a still image and they're like old timey dudes and some ladies working out, but like, you know, they've got the like powdered wig. It would be like, it would be like, imagine breeches. like Thomas Jefferson, but shredded and like lifting a bunch of like lifting barbells, but like instead of plates, it's like books or yeah. some nonsense. And so instead it's like, of being like in a gym, pictures, it's you know? in like his mansion. Yeah, it's or in like his like, or the House yeah. of Commons or some such. And like it's that, like you know? set to like some really rockin'. Yeah, like uh, rad classical like music. Like classical music. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. Um, so when you're doing a mantra, again, a simple mantra that you can repeat over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Um, the simpler it is, like the simpler it is, the better, but also, you know, don't make it too simple. Make it so that it is meaningful and that it helps to drive your goal. Um, and in, in addition to that, always use present tense statements as opposed to future statements. So always I am as opposed to I will, because I am is going to turn into you saying you are that thing and now you are that thing. Whereas saying I will, you haven't 
done that thing yet. You're not you're not building that bridge in between the current you and the desired you or the current thing and the desired result. So always I am present statements. Even if you're not currently that thing yet, you will yeah. be. You yeah. will be. Um, and also use man mantras to enhance your other magical stuff too. So again, all of this stuff can be geared towards fitness or it can also be geared towards whatever your particular magical goal is for that moment. Right. And, and like in the form of mantras, right. You can also, um, sort of think of it like a paint, like patron saints style, right. You can like work out in honor of Thor. Yeah. You could work out in honor of Lamas, what, Lou? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You could work out in honor of Hercules or whomever. You could also or, or, work, or, 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 or work out in honor out. of Aphrodite. Yeah, Aphrodite. Like, it doesn't I'm just have trying to be to, a just fitnessy to, deity. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, specifically deities known for, like, strength or, like, or, like... I'm just trying to think about jacked dudes over here. I'm just, thinking, right. about, I'm just thinking about jacked <laughs> gods over here. What are you doing? Damn. Right? <laughs> Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways that you can leverage magic in your fitness endeavors, Shredulies. too. Shredulies. Yeah. Um, so first of all is your clothing. So as we said, that's kind of like your ritual garb. Um, you can always enchant your workout clothes. Mm -hmm. um, and also, if you use the same clothes every time, they're already charged with exercise intention. So um, you can either do more enchantment to help it more, or you can leave it alone. You can also employ color magic here. Um, with colors that either align to magic in general or towards your specific goal. Uh, you can also stitch runes or sigils into your clothing. Yeah, totally. Some nice, simple ones. Yeah, or pick up clothing that already has the runes or sigils you're looking for. And then that's There's like a bunch of companies, stuff, if, you like, yeah. if you're a Norse practitioner, there are a bunch of companies that oh, make yeah. workout clothes with like... Mjolnir is on it or yeah. like runes and some such like that's super hot right now. So. Yeah. And if you want to get crafty, I mean, you can also get fabric paint too. like have fun. Oh, yeah. You totally do get anything. it. Yeah. Get it um, for your water pre-workout post-workout kind of uh, liquid ingestion. Um, you make Devs. flavored water with uh, food safe herbs. <laughs> it says food safe herbs or foods. That's a funny way to put that. Food safe foods. Food safe foods. Yeah. You don't want so... to eat none of those non-food safe foods. <laughs> So Black's if one fruit? of the, no, no, no. So like if one of the, I was, this is what I was thinking of. So if you are trying to work on a self love spell to love yourself more and are you're you exercising fitness, to improve self love yeah. and you're using fitness as part of that magical yeah. practice. So if you were doing that, you could make flavored water with either red stuff or I was thinking sliced up strawberries. Yeah. I was going to say strawberries is the yeah. red stuff. Yeah. Strawberries is the red stuff. Yeah. Cranberries are way better. I mean, yeah. Um, but, but I like bitter stuff, so. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. You can also use a colored water bottle, again, yeah. employing color magic here. You can make yourself. They make, sh they make shaker cups in every possible yeah. combination of colors that's ever existed. You could also, like, like easily paint sigils and stuff on the outside of your shaker cup. Absolutely. You know? You can also make little charms to attach to your water bottle or shaker cup. Yep. Um, just like how you see they have, like, cell phone charms, so you can do something like that, oh, man, too. I remember cell phone charms? So cool. I, You know what? I think about them frequently still, and yeah. I'm just like, I want a cell phone charm. Yeah, I miss cell phone charms, I miss bro. cell phone charms. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, maybe we're going to be doing a craft day soon. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> you can also use stickers, right? So you can get stickers of a variety of different magical symbols. You can get stickers of deities. You can paint on your water bottle or shaker cup. You can use a marker. You know, the sky's the limit here. You got a lot to go with there. Yeah. Uh, and um, I feel like that's a pretty easy one for people who are sort of closeted to, to get in there. Um, so, you know, you can use a sticker that's just cool art that you like. Everybody putting stickers on water bottles, dog. Yeah. Everybody doing that. Yeah, it's an easy one to so, sort of disguise yeah. and hide. Um, many people, when they go to the gym, they will bring with them a towel. Yeah, clean up after yourself, dog. Yeah, so use that to cleanse your space, um, figuratively and spiritually. Yeah. Uh, you could also rinse and it. literally. Yeah, and literally. You could also rinse it in a scented herb wash before fully drying it, like before you bring it to the gym, because you should probably not bring a wet towel with you to the gym. That would be weird. Um, but, like, you know, if you are trying to promote, we'll stick with self-love. Sure. Um, I would not recommend, you know, rinsing it in strawberry water, because that <sighs> might be sticky. Dog, that's how you get so many ants. But you know what you could do is rinse it in lavender water. So yep. make some lavender tea, yep. dip that in, wring it out, dry that out on, like, the line, yep. you know, well, and you then bring that with you. you just get a workout towel that got strawberry picture right on it. There you go. Right? Yeah. Go to a, go to a, go to a big box store. They sell kitchen towels, got all kind of fruit and vegetable on it. That's right. right? That's right. Seasonal kitchen towels, all that stuff. And let's oh be my real, gosh. kitchen yeah. towels are designed for picking up the wetness. Yeah. So they're perfectly fine for that. Yeah. Like, you can find a lot of really great uh, seasonal kitchen towels, towels at uh, Joanne Fabrics. Because golf towels got that little ring golf at the towels, top, so you can like yeah. hang it on stuff way easier. Yep. You can also stitch rune symbols um, into them. Oh, yeah, you can them always on just there. stitch it yourself. You got that. Yeah. Of course, color magic is another great option here. Yeah. You definitely yeah. don't need to have a white towel. And as tempting as it is to want to take a white towel to the gym, I caution you no. Yeah, maybe choose a maybe choose a decorative maybe choose pattern. Something also, else. if you go to your craft, your whatever your craft store is, a, most craft stores will sell like terry towels that are that have a space for you to I embroider something on, like that's open for you to like fr like freely do whatever yeah. you want. You know, whatever those are called, like DIY towels or yeah. whatever the heck. Yeah. Right. So that way you don't have to like figure out how to do it it's got it like all it's got like the space all lined up for you or whatnot yeah. so you can easily do something like that absolutely other things that you can do too is you can anoint personal items with blessed water um or like moon water or you know whatever kind of floats your boat there yeah. um only can say only consume safe water yes let's not be stupid guys yeah let's Another drinking game item for you guys. Yeah. Um, use incense, room spray, or body spray to add scent to your practice. This is another asterisk one. So, of course, be fire safe, but also be mindful of other people in your space. Yeah, bro, you do not need to go to a gym all axe bodied up. Yeah. Right? We Nobody all live, wants we all, that. We all lived through the 2000s, the axe revolution, where all of us <laughs> lost our ability to sense smells and stuff. When everything smelled like cool water. Yeah. When, when, when you, when teen, when teen boys were told, why take a shower when you could just douse your body in this weird perfume chemical yeah, yeah right that stuff's probably gonna come back and haunt us one day it but probably will yeah yeah, it, yeah. yeah so. so definitely be mindful there i know when i do yoga i the only space that we really have to do it is in our kitchen it's I big enough indoors it's big enough indoors uh and i like to light a thing of incense while i do it 
It's yeah. uh, it's really nice for me. But I'm also doing it at home, and I'm being mindful at, of the people around At me. home exercise, more freedom. Yes. Don't be yes. going into a gym, axe spraying up the fucking bench press before you go into that bench press. That shit yeah. is unacceptable, dog. Yeah, don't be bringing an incense stick into the gym. Oh, my God, no. Don't cheese, do that. Cheese and crackers, Don't be bringing no, no sage in there. Also, yeah. um, if you're exercising, don't don't use a scented candle. Um, that's definitely uh, a level that's a little too close to potential fire hazard. So yeah. uh, another be, drinking be game safe. item for you. Yeah. Um, you can also, you know, most of the time when people are done with the gym uh, or whatever exercise work they're doing, they'll have a snack. Um, so have a small snack afterwards and use some of that as an offering. Yep. I mean, you can consume the whole thing, too, and just sort of um, mentally dedicate that as an offering yeah. to whatever it is that you're trying to do. Um, and then there are some other extra boosts that you can do to sort of enhance any of these prior things, which is sigils. Put sigils on your body. Put them on your clothes. Put them on your equipment. Don't be a dick about it. Yeah. Uh, you can do sigils, uh, like uh, you can put a sigil on a piece of paper or whatever and put it uh, in your shoe. Yep. That's a classic one. Or if you got leggings and they got a pocket, put yeah, that put in the legging pocket. Totally, totally, totally. Yep. So Most people are using their phone at the gym. You can have the sigil on your phone as a background, using some technomancy there. We have a whole episode talking about yep. technomancy. Yep. I don't know what number it is, but it's a fantastic episode. Um, so you got a whole bunch of options for sigils. You can either make your own or you can use pre-made ones that you just found yeah um, whether you commission a sigil or there's like a historical sigil that you want to use um don't go to the gym with hate symbols on you i should not have to say that but i i know that i have to say that yeah also don't put don't draw sigils on uh, equipment if you want to draw the sigil do it with your finger in the air yeah um of course you can employ color magic to literally all of these pieces yeah. if you have a home gym everything's one color yeah it's a also world. you can get colored glasses yeah a thing that we just recently did, and let me tell you we're both pretty excited about I'm pretty our here colored for it, glasses man. yeah um you can also use numerology um, here we haven't talked about that yet, but numerology no. is a great way to enhance some I'm of this. Real crazy about numbers, so yeah. I use numerology for absolutely everything. Infinite tiny rules to give me power. Jeez. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a big numerology. Kind yeah, of so you can do numerology for like sets, reps, minutes, whatever it is that you're doing mm -hmm. with your exercise. You can employ your numerology um, there. Um, you can also use jar or sachet spells. For this, um, particularly if you're, you know, popping them into a duffel bag or, you know, you're putting it into a little a little envelope that's going to sit in your pocket or it's in a tiny like jar it's in that's your in locker your locker at your gym. It's in your locker. Yeah. You know, just make sure it's not breakable um, because that's a thing that you definitely don't want to deal with. That will absolutely ruin your, your fitness vibe. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. And, um, and not like, again, overly scented. So it's disturbing other people at your gym or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and if but you're doing like it a at little, home, like a little sachet spell thing in your gym bag, 
uh, is very fire solution. Yeah, and if you're doing your exercise at home and you have a particular place at home that you like to do your exercise, you can have that jar spell or sachet spell there. If you're doing hiking um, as sort of your fitness thing, um, most people carry some sort of a bag with them, perhaps a fanny pack, perhaps a backpack. You put it in one of those too. Um, And then, of course, you can enchant literally everything. Do you wear a fitness watch? Enchant that baby. Do you have a particular headband that you like? Enchant that too. Do you have your fitness clothes? Enchant those. What about your shoes? Do that one also. Chant it. All, you know, your sunscreen. Like if you've got something that you use, especially if it's something that is specifically geared towards your fitness regimen here, enchant it. Enchant it for a different variety of it, right? give Give it that bonus juice. Yeah, because one of the things that I like to think of this sort of framework as is this is kind of like creating uh, meta spells, right? Yeah. So like taking bringing magic into the mundane. Well, it's not just bringing magic into the mundane, but you're layering things up. So like, for instance, when I'm looking at something uh, for herbalism and I'm trying to fix some sort of an ailment, uh, like, you know, maybe I have a sore throat. I'm going to go, okay, well, licorice helps a sore throat and so does honey and so does thyme and like the herb thyme, thyme uh, does, uh, you know, and like a the clicking of the ticking of a clock as time passes. <laughs> yeah, clocks help. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make basically like uh, like a tea of those things and put honey in it. Licorice and thyme, weird combination, but you know what? It works. Uh, and I'm gonna add honey to it. And um, you know, if I think maybe, oh, I might be. Like, not only are those good for my throat, but maybe my throat hurts because I'm getting sick. I'm also going to maybe add some orange peel to it. Yeah. And you know what else always tends to help is something spicy. So I have like a yeah. pinch of cayenne pepper. Like, yes, uh, I know. Marsh, this marsh, tea marsh, is getting weird. Root or, or, um, uh, bloody muline or any of that kind yeah of yeah stuff. so, so like, like i'm i'm taking things that aren't just to fix the throat but i'm taking things that are complementary to it also yeah. and that's definitely a great way to look at this right so you're not just looking at how to fitness better <laughs> you're looking at how to achieve that goal better you know it's like it's like cooking a meal you can just boil chicken you're wrong to do that, I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a foot down right here. We're gonna take a little take a step back. That's wrong. <laughs> Don't just serve boiled chicken. It's very boring, right? Uh, technically, it's food, so I guess you succeeded, but minimally, right? Yeah. Uh, but like, what do you do when you're cooking, right? You're gonna add a little bit of this. You're gonna you add some spices. You're gonna uh, you know maybe you're gonna brown some butter in this in the skillet before you put the chicken in there, or you're gonna get some like a nice hardwood uh, for you know to put on your barbecue. So you got like a little bit of smoke action in there, and then you're gonna you know maybe uh, put the chicken in like a like in a dry rub or marinate it in like a sauce or something, right? And you're gonna serve it with uh, with a side dish or whatever. So like as you add more components, right, more flavors, your dish becomes um more powerful right it becomes better right and more desirable and it doesn't just feed the like your need for basal calories it now feeds the spirit and the soul because you're now not just consuming 
food to not die, but you're like enjoying a meal. Yeah. Right? And so like you gain more out of that. And in the process of doing that, not only do you enjoy the meal more, right? And you get more out of it than just the raw calories and like amino acids and proteins and such like that, right? But you also learn what goes together and what doesn't go together and you improve yourself overall. And the feedback loop on that is that every time you do this, listen, sometimes you're going to make something and it is going to be not great uh, and possibly trash and you need to go get fast food and that's fine. Right. It happens. Uh, that happens. It totally happens. Uh, but every time you do that, regardless of whether or not you failed, you learn and you improve and you grow. And the next time you do it, you're going to do it a little bit better. Right. Like, I know that we have this sort of like expertise <clears throat> mentality about the way that we approach these things. You're like, I'm not really a gym rat. So, like, I'm not I can't really go to the gym or like I'm not really super strong or like I can't run for 30 minutes on the treadmill. And they say you got to do 30 minutes of cardio or whatever the fuck. Like, you don't have to do that. Right. Get on the treadmill and walk for 30 minutes. You can't walk for 30 minutes. Well, walk for the five minutes that you can walk and then go sit down on a bench and curl a five pound weight for five minutes. And if that's the best you can do, then just do that, right? At least you're participating in the experience of it, right? And you're adding a lot of work and, and effort into it. And, you, you know, you're, you're doing all these things to improve your, your relationship with the experience of gym, right? Of fitness. So that way uh, you fitness better. Yeah. Right. And and like I was saying earlier, it becomes more than just like fitnessing better. Right. And having a better experience with that. But as you improve yourself through exercise and stuff, you're going to be less willing to eat that whole ass box of donuts. Listen, I'm going to eat like one less than that whole ass box of donuts. And that's an improvement. Right, you or, did do that. I you did do literally that. did, I did that just today. Do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like a whole box. It was like several donuts. They were getting old. Um, <laughs> but you did eat like one less. Yeah, I, I could not. I, I was. It was gross by that time. It, it was. Just, I just. It was too much. I don't really. I don't eat large amounts of food in one sitting. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but you start making those little improvements, and 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 you make that decision to like maybe the salad's a little bit bigger, and maybe the portion of steak is a little bit smaller, or whatever your necessary dietary thing is, or you know maybe I'm gonna stand at my desk today instead of sitting at my desk, or or what have you, right? And the more you do that, the more you're gonna want to do that, and the more you know, the more you exercise, the more you're gonna want to go hiking, and the more you go hiking, the more you're in nature, and the more you're in nature, the happier you are because we live in urban jungles of of concrete and steel that remove our connection to nature which is terrible for us mentally obviously go touch some grass that's what they keep telling us yeah so like it's that sort of a thing right it's not just about the singular improvement right you need to focus on the singular improvement and make effort in that singular improvement but also be aware of and not a, and practice the gratitude of the like sort of multiplicity the like the like infinite change that occurs every time you make a small improvement to yourself everything that you do and therefore everything around you improves also mm -hmm. right uh so like the more you can do that the more you can kind of like connect your your practice with your fitness, with your diet, and with your exercise, and with your life choices, and, all, and the more you can kind of combine all those ingredients and improve them, 
right, the overall better your experience is going to be, yeah. right? And that's kind of what the goal is. Yeah, totally, totally. You know, whether you're working out to gain weight or you're working out to lose weight or you're working out to get sweet glam muscles to pick up chicks or dudes at the bar or whatever, it doesn't matter, right? Because in the grand scheme of things, you are looking to improve, to be something more than what you currently are, right? And so anything that you can do that helps towards that, that isn't deleterious or toxic, like doing something sketchy or anything like that, is going to be beneficial. Yeah. Right? And it's going to have mm -hmm. a compounding effect. Yep. So as we move into correspondences, sort of keep those things in mind. So the correspondences that I've built are not about fitness necessarily but they are they're they've been built to enhance the fitness side of things so there are things like for physical strength they're for mental strength they're for discipline they're for power they're for energy Mantras, they're for protection for practice for yeah for yeah all that yeah stuff. so you can use these correspond you can pick whatever correspondences of these that that resonate with you and they're sort of curated to kind of fit that like balanced panacea of correspondences you know yeah. so with that it is time for the the list list time guys. list time so animals associated with um fitness and and such um so ants they lift heavy things yep. bears that's obvious so are buffalo um butterfly because you're you know basically transforming, transforming. yeah um Elephants, because they're strong. Foxes, they're clever and also strong and also fast. Uh, horses, um, we're going to do beach. <laughs> Phoenix and uh, scarabs, they also move heavy things, as well as wolves. Uh, colors, black, copper, gold, uh, orange, red, and yellow. The last three in particular are associated with, like, passion yeah. and fire and power so those ones are Generally particularly like gods good. with strength and things like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um stones um agate um carnelian is a particularly good one gives you a lot of energy hematite helps to protect you from injury as well as to sort of protect you from harm yeah. um snowflake obsidian sodalite um Steel is a good one here. That's pretty obvious. Yeah, iron, steel, anything in the like sort of metal family. Yeah, um, certain metals more than others. Sure, of course, yeah. But definitely steel, definitely iron, um, uh, tin also, um, tiger's eye. As for plants, there's a whole bunch of plants, guys. Acorn, that's, um, you know, acorns are associated with oak, which is also a good one here. An acorn is sort of like planting a seed that will grow into a strong tree. So, like, that's a really great one if you're doing, like, sort of a sachet spell or a jar spell of sorts. Um, balsam fir, bamboo, benzoin, chamomile, uh, coriander and cinnamon, uh, clove, Garlic, ginger, honeysuckle, mulline, mustard, because it's spicy. Um, anything that's kind of like hot and spicy, like mustard or cinnamon or like peppers, will sort of um, make whatever it is that you're doing go faster. Um, maybe not necessarily make you go faster, but make the process sure, go totally. faster. Yeah. Um, orchids, oregano root, 
pine, rosemary is another good one here, sandalwood, uh, willow, and wood betony. And for foods, um, honey, because it attracts things and it's warm, it's solar, it's very in that vibe. And it's a great pre-workout. It is. It is. Uh, gin <laughs> for um, it's alcohol. A, it's a great post-workout. <laughs> it is a good post-workout. Right? Yeah. Uh, lemon gin and, and seltzer water. Listen, you, you work it out, but you still want to drink, and you, but you're trying to like like watch your caloric intake, bro. Gin and like a flavored seltzer water is absolutely fire. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then it's just the calories from the gin. It is and a lot like a, like a ranch water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lemons and limes, onions, strawberries. There they are again. Uh, tangerine uh, and tea are also really good. And for deities, um, you can kind of choose whatever all deity that ones. you work with. So kind of like all the buff ones. But ones that I felt that were particularly good here would be Apollo, Aries, um, Balder, the Dagda. Freyr, Loki, he's uh, a trickster god. He changes. He does um, change a lot. Yeah. Lou, um, Nike, Odin, um, he is a god of transformation also. Yep. Uh, Set, Thor, and uh, Tyr and Zeus. Yeah. We've all seen the, we've all seen the Disney cartoon. Zeus is shredded. He is yeah. shredded. All of those, all of those ancient Greek deities, shredulated. Yeah, absolutely shredulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most of the shreds. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's lists. Speaking of lists, if you want the complete list of um, correspondi, right? That's going to be available on our Patreon uh, as part of the Book of Shadows page that comes out with each one of these episodes. That is an inevitably made for each one of these episodes, right? Um, <laughs> I have a lot of stuff I do. Uh, so, uh, speaking of Patreon, let's give a shout out to our patrons, Alan, Miranda, Helena, Alexa, somewhere, Stacy and Panda. You guys are awesome. Yep. Uh, thank you for supporting us. We're getting those pages out guys. And, um, yeah, you guys are the best. So yeah. thank so you for thank helping you. us do what we do a little better every time. That's right. Boom, boom. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so this will all be coming out on the Patreon. If you want to check that out, uh, links are going to be in all of the places where links traditionally are. Uh, and you can always visit nerdjive.com to see all of our links, whether it's the links for the podcast, links for the regular YouTube stuff, or either of our personal links to any of our social media. You know, nowadays you got to be on, like, bloody all of these flipping social medias, man. And we it's, are. It's so much. We Dog, are. It's, it's a lot so of work. Much. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. That's a uh, fitness magic. I hope that you feel, uh, I, th I hope that you feel inspired yeah. and energized. And I hope that the, uh, some of these things help you in your fitness practice in your yeah. individual endeavors. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, this was, this is, this is a good, this was a good one. Uh, this is a lot of stuff that I like kind of already do. Right. Yeah. Cause we've been kind of talking about that all summer, even though like recently it's been too too hot i'm gonna die so yeah. so i'm not yeah. doing that but uh because i'm not gonna exercise when it's too hot outside i i don't i don't do that no. i don't do that bro. no yeah uh i'll lift uh what do you call it uh 16 ounce curls 
Yeah. <laughs> right? That's where I was trained. In the in the 16-ounce curl gym. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll be sweating if it's that hot anyway, but I'm not sweating because I'm working too hard. Yeah, I mean, I am working too hard resisting the <laughs> death of heat. being alive. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my God. Uh, everything in my body hurts. It's too hot here. I'm working out so hard right now. So that's. I read yeah. that last week there was a. If you're listening to this when this first came out, la, or when this first comes out, last week there was like the highest temperature recorded on Earth, like again, and it was in southern Pakistan, I think, and it was 158 degrees. Mm. Yeah, that's 58 degrees more than already un- unacceptable. Because honestly, anything north of 100 is just quitting time. Yeah. Absolute quitting time. F that, bro. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. All done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when it hits like 80 here, I'm like, ugh, I might die. Uh, so we live in the woods. It, it's not supposed to get hot here. Yeah. So it doesn't get super hot and it doesn't get super cold. The trees, they protect us. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Either way, thank you for joining us on this journey. I have been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This has been The Horn. And Cauldron Podcast. Podcast. And we will catch you guys next time. Stay magical, folks. Yeah, and don't forget, breathe in self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt.